And hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Nancy Pelosi. She's the main reason for January 6th going sour. Let's talk about it. or where they went they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone and hello everybody thank you so much for tuning in my name is will johnson and we are going to talk about it we're going to talk about the craziness that's happening in the united states of america You know, we're also going to briefly talk about what's happening in New York. We're going to talk about what's happening when it comes to this impeachment. And we're going to talk about Joe Biden, you know, Joe Biden and the Democrats, especially Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, when it came to Nancy Pelosi, she tries to act like, oh, all of this was President Trump's fault. Everything is because of President Trump. Blame everything on Trump. You know, the Democrats, not only do they blame everything on President Trump, but they blame everything on Russia, 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 right? Blame everything on Trump and Russia. Well, let me let me get started before we go into a deep dive with January the 6th. I want to talk a little bit briefly, real quick about Judas Pence. Yes, I call him Judas Pence. Well, Judas Pence actually sitting there talking about Mitten's Romney. Mitt Romney, because, you know, Mitt Romney decided to go ahead and finally retire from being a rhino Republican. You know what? If anything, he should have retired as a Democrat because that would have been more appropriate for Mitt Romney to retire as a Democrat because he's never I've never known Mitt Romney to side with the Republicans on anything. Maybe, maybe I'm just missed it. Maybe I overlooked it. Maybe I didn't pay that much attention to Mitt Romney. Maybe you can tell me in the comments right here on Frank's speech. I'm just kind of curious. Was there anything that Mitt Romney did that benefited the American people, you know, with him siding with the Republican party? I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Well, listen to this because Mike Pence goes on the Communist News Network and Mike Pence is talking about or he's basically he's responding into Mitt Romney saying that basically Mitt Romney said that Judas Pence is not a godly man. Yeah, I want y'all to listen to this because this was like in Mike Pence having to answer, respond to this. And of course, he's trying to be nice, trying to act like he's rising to the occasion. Judas Pence. He should have never been there. And I'm telling you, you know what? I don't know what President Trump's reasoning ultimately to select Mike Pence, at, you know, during the 2016 election. I believe that they went to President Trump and say, hey, you want to get Mike Pence because he's a governor. He was a governor. He's a Christian. You know, he's a stand up guy. No baggage, per se. He would be a safe bet. And President Trump was listening to the people around him because, you know, politics him being in that position was new to him. And I think that's the only reason why President Trump went with Mike Pence, not knowing that Mike Pence was considered to be Judas Pence. But listen to this. 
You've been uh, courting evangelical uh, voters this weekend, emphasizing your faith and your, your values. This comes at the same time uh, as a profile has appeared in The Atlantic where Republican Senator Mitt Romney uh, is quoted saying that when it came to your actions as Donald Trump's vice president, nobody had been, quote, more willing to smile when he saw absurdities, more willing to ascribe God's will to things that were ungodly than Mike Pence, unquote. What do you say to that? Do you think that you used your faith to justify ungodly things as vice president, as Mitt Romney uh, believes? Ungodly things. And of course, Mitt Romney was saying that what President Trump was doing was ungodly. Essentially, that's what he's saying. But you know, President Trump, he was trying to prevent all of the sex trafficking of children. I guess that's to Communist News Network and Mitt Romney again, I guess that would be considered ungodly. President Trump trying to defend and protect the sovereignty of the United States of America, I guess that would be considered ungodly. President Trump wanting people to work, wanting more women were starting businesses. President Trump wanted to be respected around the world. I guess according to them, that would be ungodly. Well, let's listen to Judas Pence respond. You know, when that phone rang in 2016, my wife and I went to prayer about the invitation to join the national ticket. I believe we were called to serve, and I'm incredibly proud of the record of the Trump-Pence administration. And in, in just those four short years, we rebuilt our military, revived our economy, and appointed three conservatives to our courts uh, that gave us a new beginning uh, for the right to life. Look, Mitt Romney has no idea uh, what I was doing in the administration. I haven't talked to Mitt Romney uh, for years. And, uh, you know, I, I think he can go off into retirement. I know he was even critical of his old running mate, Paul Ryan, in the pages of that book. So I, 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 I know the stands that we took. I know the stands that, uh, that we maintained. And I'll, I'll always believe that we were called to that fight. And I, I believe in this moment that my family's called now to step forward here in Iowa. <laughs> his call to step forward now, Shannon. He's being called to step forward now. If you could say anything to Mike Pence, what would you say, Shannon? Is it, would you say anything to him or would you just like, like I, I'm not going to waste my time talking to you? Would you say anything to him? I mean, I'm would just I asking. waste my time talking to him? No, I don't think that it's a waste of time to talk to him. I think the more he talks, the more it reveals who he is, right? Mm -hmm. But like my problem with this whole interview is Jake Trappers talking about Mitt Romney upset with Pence for using his religion to justify certain things. Well, Biden does it all the time. He does it all the time. He says, you should be able to make your own decisions. Pro-choice. I'm a Christian. You know? <laughs> I mean... how it, does? But that's that's like really twisting what, what Joe Biden's doing, right? That's completely twisting it. Joe Biden making the connection that abortion is good with I'm just saying, that's what they're doing. They get on there and they accuse us of doing things that they're doing, right? And Mitt Romney's not a Republican. I mean, he's a rhino. Yeah, he's straight right? up. He's a, he's a he's a rhinocrat. But I didn't like <laughs> at the debate where Pence was constantly talking about being a Christian, and I I, I mean, he's it, trying it to he's trying like to play I'm the Christian, Christian card. So vote for me. Yeah, I'm right? playing the Christian card. I'm the Christian here. Yeah, vote for me. Even though. I don't like some of the things that he's he said and done. And and he was really comparing himself to Ramaswamy, saying, I'm a Christian. He's not. 
Ramaswamy is not a Christian, right? Yeah, exactly. So he can he basically was attacking. Yeah, because Ramaswamy, as far as that debate went, Ramaswamy was the front runner. Okay, let's move on to New York, New York, New York. New York is being bombarded with many illegal immigrants. And of course, the government state media, they call them migrants. The government state media, they don't want to call them illegal immigrants because that's exactly what they are. So they call them migrants. Listen to Jerry Nadler getting heckled while him, AOC, and some other predominant Democrats are at New York having, you know, trying to stand up and defend illegal migration into our country. It's caused New York, it's, it's causing New York to collapse, part of the reason, right? It's causing it to collapse instead of Jerry Nadler, AOC, and some of these other tyrant Democrats speaking up for the American people, standing up for the American people, saying, you know what? This is going to put a burden on the American people. Instead of them going in there and saying that, Jerry Nadler and the rest of them are saying, well, we need to give these illegals jobs. We need to help out the illegals. We need to help them. Screw you as an American is essentially what they're saying. The supplemental budget give additional resources to New York and other cities welcoming migrants. Unfortunately, House Republicans seem set on defunding the Department of Homeland Security and shutting down our government. I also led a letter with Immigration Subcommittee Ranking Member Jayapal and over a hundred of our colleagues to urge the administration to use all the tools available to them to provide stability to asylum seekers and undocumented immigrants in our community. The administration has the flexibility to provide faster access to employment authorization documents and to protect families by redesignating Venezuela for temporary protected status. I was proud to join the Sears bipartisan letter regarding this common sense idea. Now, I know it's really difficult to hear what Jerry Naller is saying, and I think he just reminds me of one of the movie versions of Batman. You remember he was Penguin. This is Penguin right here. What do y'all? What else did y'all think Penguin did during the daytime? I mean, what was Penguin's day job, right? There was uh, was it Penguin? Yeah, Penguin, right? There was different versions of the Penguin, but he had a, his day job is this. This is what the Penguin does during the day, and of course they're trying to make it possible for illegals and criminals to go out onto the street. That's exactly what they're doing. And there's so many people that are actually finally making that connection of what's happening with Batman. You know, with the penguin, the Joker and all of the rest of the criminals. And it's like Manhattan, right? New York. And they want all the criminals out on the street because they need the chaos. They want the chaos. And I know, again, it's kind of hard to hear what he's saying. But basically, he's literally saying that we need to help out the illegals and not the American people. The problems that led to Venezuela's previous designation in 2021 remain pervasive today. The solutions my colleagues and I are advocating for are squarely within the administration's purview and will benefit us all. Immigrants make America strong. You see this? Illegal immigrants make America strong. He's leaving out the illegal part because that's what the reason why the people are there. That's the reason why the people in New York are upset because this illegal immigration is happening. These people didn't come to the front door and Jerry Naller and the rest of them are trying to give them a fast track so they can vote. See, all the people there that's losing their jobs, losing their homes, losing their income because of the illegal migration is happening. They don't care about them. 
they are trying to replace him. And I, if I remember, if I recall, they were trying to say Tucker was being racist when he brought up the whole replacement theory. Isn't that exactly what they're doing? Nowhere is that clearer than right here in New York. In a city that's always changing, the one constant is that people from around the world want to come here to build a better life for themselves. And we're all the better for that. Thank you. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. What about the better life for the American people? What about the American people being able to get and to participate in the American dream? Isn't that what it's about? The American dream? At least that's what I was thinking. You know, Will Johnson, he comes on every day, Monday through Friday, even here now, here now, 2 p.m. Central. Y'all can see it right there. 2 p.m. Central every day right here on Lindell TV, frankspeaks.com. Because I want to live the American dream. I want to work. I want to be able to be successful. And I'm working to try to be successful. Right? I'm trying. I'm doing my part. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But they want to take all of that away and they want to give it to illegals. How despicable are these people are? 100% despicable. Now, let me play a little bit more of this. Thank you. Okay. Do you want to say something about what's happening here in New York City? Sorry. Do you want to understand what's happening here in New York City? The schools well, are flooded. New, New York is uh, welcoming countless uh, migrants who set up this uh, center here at the at the Griswold uh, uh, Hotel to process these migrants to make sure they're fully vaccinated, to make sure to, to connect them with relatives and send them on their way if they know where they want to go, uh, to give them employment counseling. And, uh, you know where they're going on the tour because there are some issues. I'm sorry. The, there are some issues in the schools in New York City. There are issues. Yeah, that's what I wanted to I wanted to pan around. I was hoping they were gonna pan around and look at the crowd there. And people are getting frustrated. People are getting upset. These Democrat politicians, they put America last. Their whole policy is America last. They do not care about you as the American citizen. They don't care. And they're not even they're not even hiding the fact that you don't matter. Did you hear Jerry Nallen said we need to make sure that these illegal immigrants and they keep leaving out the illegal part because that's exactly what they are. But these illegal immigrants, they need to be get vaccinated. They need to get jobs. They need Medicare. They need assistance. Twenty two hundred dollars a month. Why you have people like in Hawaii, American citizens get seven hundred dollars and told to shut up. And told to shut up. This is how the Democrat Party treats the American people. Well, of course, of course, you have more idiots. There was another one that I wanted to share about the illegal immigrants here. Um, where'd it go? Let me get it real quick. Because they're actually trying to say that with these illegal immigrants coming into the country, it's a good thing. Split screen it for me here. Split screen it. I want y'all to look, I want y'all to listen to this because this is. Uh, this was a news. I'm not even sure what news station it was, but listen, I want y'all to listen because it says good day, New York. Is it good day, New York? Okay. Uh, I'm, but I'm not sure what, what is that the name of the show? What, what, what station is that? It says it Fox. It's a Fox show. Okay. So it's a Fox station out of New York. Right. Listen to this because they're talking about illegal immigrants and they always do this. They always try to make the connection to where it's everyone has a immigrant story. 
Everyone in New York has an immigrant story. I'm going to go as far as saying the past five, past seven or past 100 years. I'm going to say 50 years, five years, 70 years, the past hundred years, New York has been there. The immigration story that's out the window. You can talk about immigration of your, your, your parents' parents and their great, great parents, great grandparents, right? You can talk about that immigration, but as of right now, Everyone that's probably about 50 years old, no, everyone 50 or 70, they didn't migrate here for the most part. These are people that were born in this country. But listen how they always try to spin this. This is not unprecedented. Back in the 1800s, when Irish and Italian those families people were, arriving, were not here it now, was, it was 5,000 people a day I know, that I'll, New York City was welcoming. I know, but we so, haven't had anything like this. In a long time, right. absolutely. But this is why putting in the infrastructure is so important. And it was why having austerity budgets, which started even last year, when we already knew that migrants were arriving, shouldn't have happened in the first place. We saw it with the school budget cuts, and now we're welcoming 19,000 children when we should be hiring more bilingual education teachers, when we should be uh, hiring more guidance counselors for mental health supports. Um, now is not the time to pull back, but actually invest in New Yorkers. I mean, really? Oh, give me a break. Really? You know what? Really? This is what I'm going to say, <laughs> because there is she's right. There's everyone has a story. I have a story. My parent, my grand, great grandparents on both sides immigrated here. They came through Ellis Island. And here's the deal. You had when you came through Ellis Island, you had to make sure you had all your records, right? They had to know your name, all that stuff. And you had to prove that you could support yourself. Here's the key that they don't like to talk about. You had to support yourself. If you could not, you had to go back. They weren't going to pay for you to be here. Yep, true. You had to support yourself. They went right to work. They went to factories. They went or they started businesses. My one side went into farming. The other side went into the um, the industry up in Chicago. So, and manufacturing the jobs manufacturing, were kicking, right. kicking and in so really tough. There's a big difference between now and then. And also, we needed to grow. We needed more people with more skills here to do jobs that because there wasn't enough people here to do it. We and have more now than they're bringing We're people overrun. in there to take jobs away. And you know, and they're what, not even really taking jobs. No, they're, they're they not are, working. No, they're, We're they're, paying for them. But yeah, but some of them, they are taking jobs. You know what community is hit hard the most? The black community. The black community. The yeah. black community, especially look at Shy Rock. They're like kicking and screaming about all of the illegals showing up in Chicago, taking their jobs. And the government officials are there telling the people there, shut up, shut up, shut up. We're going to give these jobs to them anyway. You don't need the job. You don't need the job. You're an American. Yeah. Screw you. And you know, Will, They're literally saying that to the people. That's the sad thing about Nadler and AOC standing there. They're talking about everything we need to be doing for these illegals. They call them migrants. I'm going to call them what they are, the illegals. And... They're making them go into our schools. They're making them do all these things and they're letting them do them and not follow the laws more than Americans. Americans can't break a law, but illegals, they do from the minute they step into our country. Yep. And so they're yelling at them, send them back. We don't want them here. They're constituents, they're base. <laughs> and they're just sitting there proudly. They feel like it's they're proud to say we need to support these people. Basically, what they're saying is we need to buy these people's votes 
so we can stay in power. Yep. That's what they're doing. Exactly. So I see a couple people that made some comments on here. MAGA and Jesus says, nice studio. Thank you so much. I'm really working hard at it. And I actually been talking to my producer about doing some more things, some more ch- making some more changes. Soon to come, soon to come. Uh, Camel says, I call them I call them social engineers. They want to engineer a new world order using the tax dollars of us sucker American taxpayers. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of us. Right. And that's what they're wanting to do. They want us to fund. Our own demise. You understand? They want us to fund it. And they're going to take they're going to drain us dry to destroy America. That's all part of the plan. And thank you so much for the comments. Okay. Now let's go to the main topic tonight or today. I'm still thinking, you know, we're 7 p.m. Central, but we are 2 p.m. Central every day now on Lindale TV. President Trump actually goes on Meet the Press. And they and all of them right now say, oh, this is wonderful. It's a woman. It's a woman. And it's, it's a, a, a person of color woman doing Meet the Press. Like, so? Right? So? Move on. I mean, just be happy you got the job. Move on. Now, who cares? Can you do the job or not? Well, President Trump goes on Meet the Press. And see, President Trump is strong enough to go on Meet the Press because he can handle a conversation. Joe Biden would never go on to a conservative media outlet to have a conversation because they would just demolish Joe. Joe would never do it. But President Trump goes on Meet the Press and actually brings up the fact about January the 6th where Nancy Pelosi failed to do her job. And think about it. When all of that information started coming up about Nancy Pelosi failing to do her job, they delete that data. 1.5 terabytes of data just gone when President Trump got subpoena power. They just deleted all of that data because they don't want the truth to actually come out. But we've already known that Nancy Pelosi, she was supposed to have the security at the Capitol. That was her job. She had one job. She had one job, but she didn't do that because she was hoping that it would be exactly what took place. And she was hoping that it would have been a lot worse. President Trump, not a single time did he ever say attack anybody. And they know this. Not a single time did President Trump ever say, let's go hang Mike Pence. And they know this. Not a single time did President Trump said, let's take over the government. And they know this. Everything that lines up with an insurrection, President Trump didn't do that. Well, listen to President Trump here on Meet the Press. And she's a total tyrant. She's defending Nancy Pelosi. It's like, again, Nancy Pelosi should have been sitting there in the chair instead. But she goes on here. She's defending Nancy Pelosi for not doing her job. And she's trying to go after President Trump because Nancy Pelosi didn't do hers. I want to know who you called By the way, on that day. Nancy Pelosi. I, I, I don't have. I, why would day. I tell you that? Listen, Nancy Pelosi was in charge of security. She turned down 10,000 soldiers. If she didn't turn down the soldiers, you wouldn't have had January 6th. Did you call military or law enforcement? What? Did you call military or law enforcement at the moment the Capitol was under attack? I'm not going to tell you anything. I told, okay. I, let me put it this way. I behaved so well. I did such a good job. Nancy Pelosi turned down 10,000 soldiers. If she didn't do that. But and now Nancy I understand, Pelosi doesn't have I understand that, that you the police testified against. Listen to me, Kristen. Listen to me. I mean, listen, listen to her. Listen to her. 
President Trump can't do everything. He can't do everything. Nancy Pelosi even received the request to have more security at the Capitol. And what did she do? She turned it down. This, um, And I know I'm preaching to the choir here. But see, those on the left, they don't understand that. They don't. And when, when President Trump is telling her this information, which he's telling her the truth is going in one ear and out the other, because her whole purpose is to make sure that Nancy Pelosi looks good and to try to attack President Trump. I understand that the police testified against her, the chief very strongly against mm-hmm. her, Capitol Police, great people. They testified against her and they burned all the evidence. Okay, they burned all the evidence. They destroyed all the evidence about Nancy Pelosi. What do you say to people who wonder why you, you as commander-in-chief, you have authorities that Nancy Pelosi doesn't have as commander-in-chief? No, no, she has authority over the Capitol. Why didn't you send help in that moment, though? Uh, Frankly, just so you understand. I mean, let me me stop it real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to intervene here. I have to intervene. He just explained it to her. Nancy, it was Nancy Pelosi's job. He just explained it to her. She cannot comprehend what he's saying. See, that's what it comes with these people. And, she, and you know, there's videos of her where they're ramping and raving that she's meet the press now. She's the one hosting meet the press. Like this is an achievement for women and people of color. But she can't even comprehend what he's saying. So where's the achievement at? Does she just get to sit in the chair? Doesn't it take some kind of level of comprehension to understand what is going on? This is the very reason why the press right now, they all got duped believing that Joe Biden could do a good job. And they all went along with it because they don't have the capacity to think beyond what they're being told. I assume that she took care of it. She turned down. When you realized that that the National Guard wasn't coming. Well, you didn't you don't realize anything until quite a while. National Guard not coming. I yes, I asked it to be there three days in advance, and she turned it down. She says that that request was never officially made. Oh, oh my goodness. She's, and of course, Nancy Pelosi is lying. You know what? She doesn't even She's need a request. Lying. She knew what was about yeah, she to happen. Knew. She, she could have this. made arrangements, yes. and she failed to. And because she failed to... She can't admit it. They're all saying, oh, it's Trump's fault. They want everything to be Trump's fault. You think Trump is the only one working in Washington, D.C. at the time? No, that's not true. The Democrats had some power. Nancy Pelosi had power to do something. She didn't use it because, let's be honest, she wanted what happened to happen. Yeah, she because they want to try to use it against Trump. Is that that? Request was never officially made. Oh, just so it. you know. Let, let, let me, me just tell you. Let me ask you the about mayor pardons, of D- let Mr. Me President. The mayor of D.C. gave us a letter saying that she turns it down. Okay, we have it. Nancy Pelosi also was asked and she turned it down. So, again, President Trump is telling this woman the truth here. And she's unable to comprehend what he's saying. The police commission. I'm talking about the police. Wait a minute. Yeah. Listen to it. What happened? Bring it. Bring it back here. Listen to it. Listen to it. He's telling her the truth and she can't comprehend. And she turned it down. The police commission. I'm talking about the day Police. Wait a minute. Yeah. Capitol Police said that he wanted it. 
and Nancy Pelosi wouldn't accept it. She's responsible for January sixth. Mr. President, Nancy Pelosi is responsible. Mr. President, the you're the president, though. You have to you have authorities her. that no one else has as the commander in chief. Do you think you showed leadership on that? Yes, day? absolutely, I did. Okay. I mean, come on. And she's she's literally on there fighting with President Trump. She's on there fighting with him, defending Nancy Pelosi. But you know what? That's what the government state media does. They do that all the time. The government state media, their job is to defend and protect all of the other Democrats. That's why no one trusts the government state media any longer, because they're constantly lying to the American people. Her response was should have been, well, I didn't know that. Well, see, because she didn't want to say that she didn't know. Okay, So let's just say she didn't want to say that she didn't know. How about she say, you know what? We're going to ask Nancy Pelosi. Was it her responsibility to have security at the Capitol or was it President Trump's responsibility? And what what is your job? What was your job, Nancy Pelosi? They're never going to ask Nancy Pelosi that. Nancy Pelosi, was it your job? And did you turn down security? Did you turn it down? Yes or no. And, well, you and know if what? you did turn it down, why would you do such a thing? Trump brought up a really key point, too. They they the police officers and such were interviewed. They've done interviews with Tucker Carlson and other people. And the Democrats, remember the dude, the, the committee, J6 committee. Right. They literally erased all of those interviews. It's not even anywhere to be found now. Who are they protecting? They're not protecting Trump by erasing stuff. No, no. Right. They, they're protecting, they're pre- Nancy protecting Pelosi themselves and the Democrats. Kind of like the DOJ and the FBI protecting Hunter Biden because it's connected to Joe Biden, which Joe Biden is connected to Obama. Right. So they're going to do all of that to protect as much as possible. OK, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back from this break, Nancy Pelosi was asked about President Trump saying that she was responsible for January 6th. Don't go anywhere. You're not going to miss it. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Let me tell you about Tactillion.com. Tactillion.com make these beautiful flags that you can put on your vehicle. The reason why I'm talking about them is because they build homes for veterans. 
from the proceeds that they get when they sell these flags on their website, tactilian.com. If you have a vehicle that has a location that's not magnetic, this one's magnetic, and you can see I put it on a sports vehicle, and it looks really good on there, and it goes on the other vehicles. Anywhere is a magnetic spot, you can put it on there, and it's not gonna fly off or fall off. If you don't have a magnetic location, you can get one like this that has an adhesive backing on it, and it won't go anywhere either. You can go through the car wash and it'll stay on there. I'm highly impressed. These are American made right here in the United States of America. With all of these woke companies right now, why wouldn't we look into this? Why wouldn't we support a company that supports America? At least I am. That's the reason why I'm promoting tactilian.com. I encourage you to get one now, get two now. Buy them for your loved ones, buy them for vests that you know. Buy from military personnel that you know. Go to tactilian.com forward slash wheel and get 15% off, 15%. These are awesome. And again, let me remind you, a portion of the sales go to help build homes for veterans. Isn't that what we are about? Do it now, tactilian.com forward slash wheel. You'll love it. It's a my pillow 2.0. And your promo code is Will or? Unite one. Unite one, unite one. It could be Will too, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Unite one, use that promo code. You buy one of the MyPillow 2.0s, you get a second one absolutely free. And they say, well, Mike, how could you improve on the best pillow ever? The technology that this has in it, I didn't have 20 years ago. It's a temperature regulated thread made here in the USA that I had made into the most amazing fabric ever. So you combine height, adjustable height, with temperature and you get the best sleep in history just got even better yes for the best night sleep ever use promo code unites one at mypillow.com promo code unites one the mypillow 2.0 the giza sheets the slippers and also up to 80 percent off mypillow.com using promo code unites one back thank you so much for being with us look do me a favor please use promo code will just like you see it right there on the screen promo code will at mypillow.com and mystore.com use promo code will you know when you use promo code will not only are you helping out mike lindell and keeping frank speech alive keeping it on the air you're helping will johnson out as well so i'm asking you please use promo code will at mypillow.com and mystore.com Christmas is right around the corner, people. Start taking advantage of it right now. Get it, get take advantage of these great deals. Shop now, and you don't have to worry about it later on. You know, I like to wait, me personally, but I've learned that waiting I always I always get caught up and I run out of time. And sometimes they not to say Lindell, Mike Lindell would do it, but other places, you know, they raise the prices because of demand, supply and demand. Okay, like I said before, we was going to the break. We're gonna show you a clip where Nancy Pelosi was asked about. President Trump giving her all of the credit for January the 6th. And of course, she doesn't like it. She goes on MSSTD talking about this very thing. Listen to this. The former president of the United States, Donald Trump, on Meet the Press, says this, and I'm uh, uh, quoting you directly, him directly. Nancy Pelosi is responsible for January 6th. He is blaming you for the attack on the Capitol that he instigated. Your response. You hear this? You hear this? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Come on, man. That you, that he instigated. He's talking about the attacks on January 6th that he 
instigated. Yeah, and yet, really, her, her film daughter, Pelosi's film daughter, film producer daughter, just happened to be that there that day with her. Yeah, oh yeah, filming to document event. all of it. Oh come on. Just, you know, out of all the days that she could have been there, she she was there that day. But I anyway. mean, you met Nancy Pelosi's daughter, didn't you? Oh, yeah, she actually. She really like her mom. Actually, I was on the southern border and with Ben Burkram, my wingman, and we were down there and she was talking about how she doesn't agree with Nancy Pelosi on a lot of things. But, you know, she won't say it publicly, but she did say it to us. Well, listen to Nancy Pelosi's response. Well, the uh, former occupant of the White House uh, has always been about projection. He knows he's responsible for that, so he projects it onto others. Uh, his uh, instigation of an um, insurrection, an assault on our Constitution, the day we were supposed to approve the, well, and we did, the uh, work of the Electoral College, the results of the Electoral College, the assault on the Capitol building, the assault on the Constitution, the assault on our democracy. Oh, my goodness. Shame on him. However, he always projects. Mm -hmm. Now, he used to say, well, she turned down my troops. No, we begged him. Chuck Schumer and I begged him to send the troops again and again. Oh, my. She's blatantly lying. That's contrary to every single the, the people directly under her that oh she my would goodness. order yes. for protection, they actually testified <laughs> to the very opposite of that. How ridiculous is She's she? She's blatantly lying through her rabbit teeth. And you know what? So, uh, let me see. Look at look at this. Um, we actually had uh, Laura leave a comment, and it's a hundred percent valid comment. Laura says, Laura B says, President Trump, nor any other president, has the authority over Congress, right? It's a separation branch of the government. It's a separate separated branch of the government who is supposed to represent the people, not the administrative branch. Shaking my head. He could only offer as commander in chief. This is 100 percent true. There's there's a reason why. And they they keep saying, well, you're the chief. You're the chief, right? You're the chief commander in chief. You have more power. But it's, it was her job to make sure the Capitol was secure. Not President Trump. It was hers. She failed at her job. His Secretary of the Army, McCarthy, another McCarthy, and acting Secretary of Defense just made it, oh, there are too many obstacles. It's bureaucratic. It's this. We can't do it. They know their exposure, so they project. And so he says uh, also in that interview, Nancy Pelosi turned down yeah. 10,000 soldiers. Yeah, well, well these are... Uh, 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 Trumpites were attacking oh the Capitol, fighting the police, threatening my life and the life of the vice president. We're turning down the troops. I mean, why? Do, it, there's a sickness here. There has to be an intervention. And th- that intervention has to be the election, which we have to win. And that's one of the reasons I'm uh, running again to to fight for our democracy, which is at stake if he's on the ballot. She literally just didn't even deny it. Well, she she did one time and saying that she didn't. Right. That's not true. Yeah. She she didn't say that's not true. Why would I do that? My life is in jeopardy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, that's why you still had your security. Naturally. She was hiding in a room. Yeah. And then she got upset because president Trump didn't go to the Capitol. Yeah. She was kicking and screaming screaming because president Trump didn't go to the Capitol. You know why? 
because it did not fit their plan. They wanted President Trump to show up to the Capitol to make it look like he was leading the charge. He didn't do that. What did, what did President Trump do? He went behind, he went in front of the cameras and said, look, be peaceful. We are the law and order party. Go home. Be peaceful. Don't be disruptive. He said, we know that they cheated. Look, we know that they did. Let's, let's, let's bring this information out. We know that they cheated. Be peaceful. And they, when they hear President Trump saying be peaceful in their minds, oh my goodness, President Trump is talking about being violent. Well, let me show you some of the, the violence that took place on January the 6th. And I'm pretty sure many of y'all have seen videos and, pit, and videos coming out. But here's this one. Look at this. Look at all of this violence. And you got people walking right down the middle there. The police officers stand on the side. You got some military personnel. Police officers walking past people. People just walking in here. Right. This is this is what took place on January 6th. For the most part, instead of the police officers that were probably told by Nancy Pelosi and from, you know, went down the chain, told them to start being real aggressive, shoot pepper spray, be aggressive towards the people. But you have people just walking in, always coming in, just talking like nothing, you know, out of the ordinary. Yeah, I know one person in particular that was there the entire time that day. I know one person in particular that was there the entire time that day. And he said, man, the police officers opened up the door and was even waving people to come into the Capitol. Look at this. And now look at this. Now they're starting to break out. Look at this. Right. Boom. I mean, what? He was trying to walk back out. Yeah. And she stopped him and got in front of him. Look at this. And there's still some people walking around like, like it ain't nothing. What leads me to believe that the feds were all involved in here. Why would they aggressively attack some people and leave others alone? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Good question. Good question. Leave me a comment why you think they would do that. Yeah, it's a very good question. Okay, let's move on. Because I can talk about that all day long. Listen to President Trump here again, talking about January 6th, but it's all about impeachment too, right? I want y'all to listen to this. So you called some of your outside lawyers. You said they had crazy theories. Why were you listening to them? Were you listening to them because they were telling you what you wanted to hear? You know who I listened to myself? I saw what happened. I watched that election and I thought the election was over at 10 o'clock in the evening. So this is interesting because he's oh, they've been using this advice of counsel argument. So what did you think about that exchange now? So, so, Jen, anyone who's any critic of Kristen Walker, meet the press, who's like, oh, she's not making news. She just made huge news this morning because Donald Trump's defense to January 6th has been one basic thing, which is I relied on the advice of my lawyers. I didn't have bad criminal intent. It's my lawyers who were telling me to do this. And she got him through masterful. What did the lawyers tell President Trump to do? You hear this? This dude, again, this dude is lying. What did President Trump's lawyers tell him to do? There was no insurrection. President Trump never told anyone to attack the Capitol. Again, he never told anyone to lynch Judas Pence. He's never done that. These people go on to these liberal government state medias to see who is the most convincing in their lies. 
That's what this is. Interviewing and playing to his ego to be like, oh no, I did it all myself. Yeah. And if you're Jack Smith this morning, you're going, thank you. That's what I always thought. And yes, you hired these kind of cockamamie crazy lawyers. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, this was you through and through. This demonstrates his, you know, culpability right there and then. And I think makes this case uh, that Judge Chutkin has going to trial on March 4th a lot easier. So I mean, really? So the President Trump, again, he didn't do anything wrong. He spoke the truth. You know what it's really come down to? Is that exactly what the Bible said. What was once considered good is now considered evil. And what was once considered evil is now considered good. And when it comes to all of these people on the left, that is their agenda. That's their whole thing. Think about that. Everything that is good, these people, these evil people, they are 100% against it. They're even saying that President Trump telling the truth is a problem. They're saying it's a problem. They really are. When President Trump, all he did was tell the truth. Well, listen to Hakeem Joffrey's talking about now they're talking about impeachment of President. Uh, oh, almost said it. Not Trump. But they're talking about impeachment of Joe Biden. And uh, Joffrey Hakeem, he's upset trying to say that this impeachment where you actually have evidence. We've seen the evidence. Joe Biden said that he never had any dealings with Hunter Biden and his business deals which is a total lie. That's enough evidence. Joe Biden was sitting on a panel with people saying that if you don't fire the prosecutor going after Burisma Oil, the same company his son was sitting on, you won't get the billion dollars. That's evidence. They would have loved to have this type of evidence against President Trump. But just like I said, where everything is upside down, everything that is the truth for them is considered a lie. Everything when they have evidence is not the evidence that they want. So what do they say? There's no evidence because it's not the evidence that we want. It's not the evidence that we're looking for. So there is no evidence. But listen to Hakeem Joffrey. You know, we have a vision to put people over politics. That's what we should be doing. That's why we were sent to Washington, D.C., not to make an ideological point, but to make a difference. And we're going to continue to focus on making life more affordable for everyday Americans, lowering costs, better paying jobs, safer communities, defending democracy. Fight. Do you believe anything he's saying? Because just think about this. They're bringing all of these illegal immigrants into the country that's crushing jobs, crushing our economy. The gas prices are high. Food prices are high on the verge of going to World War Three. The fentanyl all coming to the country. And he's sitting there saying that they're doing everything for the American people. Who actually believes this lying tyrant? Fighting for reproductive freedom and, of course, building an economy that works for everyday Americans. And we urge our Republican colleagues in the House to join us. Stop fighting each other in the <laughs> reckless, reprehensible Republican civil war. Wow. And let's get to the business of the American people. See, he's calling because Matt Gates and other Republicans are wanting Kevin McCarthy to do his job. They're calling it a civil war because McCarthy, I, I've always said sometimes McCarthy, I've called him that for years. I was calling him that when President Trump was in office. I called him sometimes McCarthy because sometimes he's with the Republicans 
And but most of the time he's with the Democrats. Most of the time he is with them. But you got Matt Gates and other Republicans saying, hey, you need to do your job. If you're not going to do your job, we're willing to shut down the country, shut down the government. I say shut it down. Shut it down. Allow it to happen. They need to clean house. They need to clean house. Well, listen to this, because, of course, they're all kicking and screaming because now Kevin McCarthy finally doing his job doing impeachment inquiry. Now, there is a difference, too, from going full on impeachment like Nancy Pelosi and them did the whole sham impeachment. No evidence of anything. They only did it because they wanted to remove President Trump and they had the votes in the House. That's the only reason why they did it. They didn't have any proof of anything. But there's overwhelming proof of Joe Biden and his criminal activities. And all of them split screen it for me are saying that there's no evidence here. No evidence. Listen to this snake. Adam Kissinger. Listen to the snake, Adam Kissinger. So much time talking about Hunter Biden this year, and they could have been talking about spending. Things like I cared about were things like spending levels, not this witch hunt, because we have to somehow. And let's let's turn let's turn to that because Republican Congressman Ken Buck, uh, who wants to hold the line on spending, he has an (laughs) op-ed in the Post saying, "My fellow Republicans, one disgraceful impeachment doesn't deserve another." Writing about Trump's first impeachment. Uh, I joined my Republican colleagues then in 2019 in denouncing that impeachment. It was, as we argued at the time, an inversion of our own rule of law system. The Democrats had their man and found a pretext to impeach him. Trump's impeachment in 2019 was a disgrace to the Constitution, a disservice to Americans. The GOP's reprise uh, in uh, a reprise in 2023 is no better. You, you by the way, just as, as an aside, you you voted against that 2019 impeachment. And you later said you regret yeah, voting against yeah. it. I, well, I do. And and. But look, Ken Buck's consistent. I'll give him that. Uh, he's a, It's been very good that he's been speaking out. I disagree with that somehow 2019 and the 2021, I guess, impeachment is somehow similar to this. It's not. That was a very, very serious issue. And then- Okay, so he's saying that the impeachment against President Trump, which is a total sham, was a very serious issue. Again, let me remind everybody, they completely skipped impeachment inquiry. They completely skipped it. They went to full on impeachment, had hearings, and then they went on to impeach President Trump. Myself and Ben Burkwam, we were in the chambers when Nancy Pelosi hit the gavel, smiling, looking like the Joker from ear to ear, saying he's been impeached. They were so excited about it. They were happy. No information, no actual proof of anything other than whistleblowers that were hearsay whistleblowers at that, which would never, ever stand up in the actual court of law. You can't go into the court of law and say, well, I've heard it from so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so that he actually did this. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We'll take it. No court will ever accept that. You actually bring in the person or you throw it out. But they, but because Nancy Pelosi had the gavel, she could do whatever she want. This dude is a total snake. This may be a serious issue if you can show evidence, the Hunter Biden thing. They've shown no evidence. And so they're going on an oh impeachment goodness. inquiry to hopefully find evidence that they can impeach on, which is a very different way. So to- when you have criminal activities that have taken place, the proper thing to do is to start impeachment inquiry. Why do we have this? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? 
Let's investigate to see why this happened. They went after President Trump, and I've used this analogy for years now, as if President Trump murdered somebody. Well, is there a missing persons report? Nope. Is there a crime scene? Nope. Was there, you know, a line, chalk line that with a body? Nope. Is there a murder weapon? Nope. There's nothing. We just felt that President Trump murdered someone, and we need to try to figure it out. In this case, they have bank records already. They have statements already. They have actual whistleblowers, firsthand whistleblowers already. They have all of this information about the corruption of the Joe Biden crime family. But yet they keep saying that there's no evidence. You know why? Because to them, this is not the evidence that they want. So we're just going to say we're going to keep regurgitating this, that there's no evidence. When they know good and well, this is overwhelming evidence, which is causing an impeachment inquiry. They they impeached President Trump over a phone call because President Trump said, well, if Joe Biden actually did this crime, we should be looking into it. There's nothing wrong with that. If someone committed a crime, they should be looking into it. And that's all President Trump did, a phone call. And they said, oh, he's going after his political rivals. Did President Trump have them indict Joe Biden multiple times? No, that's going after your political rival. Did President Trump have them bring up 90, 90 plus fraudulent charges? Nope, but that's going after your political rival. Just the opposite. Just the opposite. President Trump was trying to do for the American people when these tyrants doing the opposite. Listen to Nancy Pelosi here. We asked the same thing about the impeachment. And then she goes on to try to say that her impeachment was 100% legit, but this one, with all the overwhelming evidence, is not. Getting back to this, impeachment is um, deadly serious. This is a remedy that our founders put in the Constitution for a rogue official. They could foresee we would have a rogue president of the United States. They couldn't foresee that we'd have a rogue president and a rogue Senate wrote Congress. But nonetheless, for them to use this in the frivolous way that they are is really a disservice to I mean, listen to our this. country, to our Constitution. Uh, they have no, uh, they've had months. I mean, listen to this. She literally said that. She literally said that. And the, the, the entire time they were, they were going through the impeachment hearings against President Trump, they didn't have diddly. They had hearsay information from whistleblowers that probably more likely never even existed. Almost this whole year, the whole time, nine months, going on nine months of investigations, the rest, they've come up with nothing. When we engaged in impeaching the president because we had no choice, he was, he was uh, we were accusing him of high crimes and discipline misdemeanors which were evident okay where was the evidence she said it was evident shannon so where was the evidence there was none there there was absolutely no evidence she She said we were accusing him that's all she literally just said that we were accusing him you notice that's all she says too she doesn't say what the high crimes and misdemeanors were because there weren't any there weren't any and even republican senators voted for in terms of uh, Ukraine and in terms of the uh, assault on the Capitol. But this this is 
almost silly, except that it's so serious. Is it something that the, the Biden White House should worry about politically? Well, I think you always have to. Uh, the time is our most important commodity. It's finite. And doing this is taking away from meeting the needs of the American people. We have a serious budget debate coming up. Imagine the insensitivity of the Republicans in the House to the child poverty rate in our country. Under President Biden, the Biden child tax credit cut child poverty. Oh, whatever. Get her off the screen. She's a total idiot. She's she's making this stuff up. And again, they go on MSSCD to lie to the American people because they get stupid people to believe this nonsense. They're destroying our country. They're destroying everything. And we see it happening right before our very eyes. And they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Wow. It's not going to end. It's going to get real ugly real soon. It's going to get real ugly real soon. All right, everybody, that's it for me. Emerald Robinson, Absolute Truth is coming up next. It's going to be crazy world, everybody. Y'all need to stay up on the up and up. Tomorrow, 2 p.m., I'll be here to talk about it. God bless. In 1942, master lithographer Theodore Oman created his authentic restoration of the Declaration of Independence. In essence, he recreated the Declaration as to how it looked when it was signed. In 1953, he created an astonishing replica of the U.S. Constitution. Together, they are regarded as the most beautiful replicas of our nation's founding documents ever created. Now, you can own lithographic reprints of these masterpieces. There's no better way to show your patriotic spirit than to hang a set of Omen prints in a place for all to see. Don't hesitate. The time is now to reinforce the significance of the very documents that define America and set us apart from every other country in the world. Now available at mystore.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPill that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. 
You ever ask yourself where I can find Will Johnson? Well, look no further. You can find him at www.uaf.media. By going to www.uaf.media, you can connect with Will Johnson on Truth Social, Social Rumble, Rumble, Getter, Getter Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, and much, much, much more. more. Do it today and even bookmark it for the future. This is the spot for you to find Will Johnson everywhere. everywhere. Simply go to www.uaf.media. With the talk of nuclear fallout amongst different countries, one thing that is not discussed is a possible EMP attack. What is that you ask? With an EMP, they can destroy cities without a single tactical nuke, which causes massive destruction. But there is a solution. With EMP Shield, you can protect yourself and your family from a possible EMP attack. To do so, simply go to EMPShield.com to find out more information. There are three goals when it comes to EMP protection. One, improve risk awareness of electromagnetic threats and hazards. Two, enhance capability to protect critical infrastructure. Three, promote effective electromagnetic instance response and recovery efforts. The United States is prepared for extreme magnetic instances, but where does that leave you? Do not depend on the government to save you. Use promo code UAFSHIELD and take advantage of this great deal and protect yourself and your family today at EMPShield.com.